0: Today, we are honored to share a very special interview with all of our viewers and listeners. In 2014, what Lucy thought was a persistent sinus infection turned out instead to be stage three squamous cell carcinoma. She started extensive treatment near her hometown in North Dakota, including radiation, chemotherapy, and surgeries. This changed her face forever. Two near-death surgeries and four other surgeries later, she was left with a tracheostomy and feeding tube, taking away her ability to eat or drink. In 2015, Lucy and her husband Ralph transferred her care to Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. And to date, she has had over 30 surgeries. Today, Lucy will share a little of her story with us about her journey in healing
1: microphones so that we can collect us uh, so and not everything else. <laughs> What's so going on? yeah, this is really laid back in control stuff.
2: All right, so my name is Elaine Party. I am part of the Gratitude Space Tour that is happening here in Rochester, Minnesota. It is the inaugural launch of the Gratitude Space Tour, and so we're very excited to be here. And we're at the St. John's Coffee House right now, and we're introducing Lucy and her story and her um, gratitude that she feels in her life right now. So I will start by um, maybe just asking you a quick question. I know you've had a lot go on in your journey with your health and your wellness and your beliefs of how things come together. But if you could think of one thing that you are grateful for right now at this moment, is there something that comes to mind?
3: Yes, my life. My breath of life is gifted for another day.
2: Beautiful. That's just beautiful. And so you are here in Rochester right now, and what's happening while you're here? Um,
3: what they're doing is um, they had to make sure they check my oral, my protodontist. Every three months it's for life. because. 2018 they said they can't do anything on me i had to be on a feeding tube or a pureed food i said no give me a research they give me so many information to do research and then they know what they had to do with me but they want it coming from me that because i'm resilient i don't want i won't give up and they know i can do it and he i remember he mentioned something that it can be done But I have to be patient and I had to do my own research if this is what I want to do the rest of my life. And I did for four years until I hand him back, this is what we're gonna do. And he said, I knew you were gonna take that. You're gonna choose this way what I wanted you to have. And the trachea got closed last October. And it's because I never give up. I believe that it's gonna happen. When you are told that it's not gonna happen because it's hard to reverse it. I said, yes, it can be done, and I did it. And I had opening in my mouth. I don't have a feeding tube, and I can enjoy life, even though I use a toddler spoon, but I am back 99.9% in life because God gifted me. I woke up this morning. I look up. I always said, thank you for my gift of light for another day. I had a restful night. Every day I say it. It's like a ritual, I have to do it. Like I do when I go to Mayo, every day I talk to them, I hold hands. Today I give them a piece of rock, donate life. My granddaughter colored it, and he says, donate life. I left it in between their their statue, because I I steal flowers from the behind them. I pick <laughs> flowers, I put it in their little hand to gift them the flowers, because for me it's to be appreciative what they had given to me. Without their innovation, I won't have a face, because... I don't, my face has been reconstructed for 30 times the last eight years. When I met Miss Laura, my face was so dismantled whole and so many scars on my face, I couldn't hardly speak. And Mayo fixed it for me, but with patience, eight years. Eight years, last May, eight years. So with, if you don't have faith and struggle and I don't do narcotics, I had God with me. And they know in my oper- when they operate me in my table, it's always had a Bible and my essential oil. But without faith, I don't think I could be here. And he gifted me every day. I want to give up, he turned me down. <laughs> uh, he sure did, twice. He should not turn me down. But he wasn't ready. So ever since on my second resuscitation, I woke up, I see the light, the most beautiful. I am very obsessed with the bright lights between the orange, the yellow, the different colors. Like I'm on going downhill in the foothills with those beautiful Bermuda green grass and there's water next to me and I'm trying to walk to get to where he was at, but I never reached there. And what I see is the brightest light ever. And what stopped me is just beautiful flowers. I don't want to ruin them if I step on them.
2: I love that you um, have your voice back and you can speak to us. I I never
3: stopped talking.
2: Oh, but, you know, the beautifulness of just that simple thing that we all take for granted is being able to share. And for many years, that wasn't what you were able to do. So we are grateful that you are here today to share that
3: with us so yeah it's when I met Laura I barely could speak (laughs) yeah and she they really did well and having to follow me around that with a tricky around your neck and walking in we did quite a bit but it just I asked God why People would just come to me and ask me, how could you endure all the pain and you still had a smile? And I said, because I don't know what you're going through, a smile can lift you up. A simple smile to somebody, you don't know what they're going through that day when they woke up. And when I smile, I just said, hello, how are you? And it is really worth it, because there is day when a person would just like you, try to make them smile and they don't smile. I said, you know, we're better. I said other people did not wake up, but we are. We are very privileged to be alive, and it changed their perspective. They start smiling and talking to you. I mean, the last couple of years, what we're going through was the hardest. But I never stop. I don't wear the mask. So say that I don't wear it when doing pandemic. Only when I'm at the clinic, because no one can see you smile. And even though I don't have teeth. They always said, Lucy, what happened to your teeth? I said, it's in there, but it's a pen until they put it together. And I didn't have my teeth until 2019. So in the pandemic, I smiled at them. They said, you had your teeth. I said, I know. And it really makes you humble and the gift that it just handed to you. And I'm grateful for that. Very grateful because when you're told that the things that you can't have, I said, No, let me research, we'll do it together. I will not give up. I said, Because he didn't give up on me, he gave me life twice. I'm gonna continue on because he put me back on this earth with a purpose in life. I'm gonna continue doing it. I just love that you know, the smile
2: is a universal language that. Everybody in the world can appreciate and know what that means and to hear you mention that is just really um, yeah, inspiring that a smile can communicate so much and it's like it's a catalyst for for gratitude because um, kindness is a catalyst to gratitude. So do you have anything you wanna ask her or do you want to
1: thank you for sharing all that it was absolutely beautiful and um, I was just curious how you know in your in your journey, what who was the person that recommended the Mayo Clinic? Like who who was the catalyst? That so, your husband. Okay, so you can you give a little more to that? So were you you guys were you were looking for options, and he's the one? Can you give a little more to that story to say to your husband?
3: When after was it the third surgery? When you didn't see me for twenty six hours because I um, he didn't see me for twenty six hours. When I woke up in the room, I couldn't speak anymore. And he said, we should have gone to Mayo And then so I grabbed a, a, a pen because I couldn't speak. And he said, why didn't, why didn't you tell me? And he said, because it's your choice. But after this, when we get, we get done, he said, I want to be your voice. He did. Because I could not speak. So I write what I want him. So he was my voice. And he said, I'm going to ask them. I don't care what you had to do. She wanted to get the treatment, but we need to go to Mayo. We want the referral, and he he pushed that. My husband had to do that because he watched me for hours and hours. Just South Dakota alone in the surgical, I had 67 and a half hours for 17 days. And we were done. And when Mayo mated us, he was with me, and... All of them, four panel of surgeons, we were in a big room. They said, this is a cakewalk for you. All we want is your patients. I said, you've been through a ringer. This is nothing for you. And I truly believe when he said that to me, Dr. Yetzer, I said, here we are. Take me as your patient. I will be patient, and I trust you. And that's all it started. Do-
1: you said Dr. Yetzer?
3: Dr. Dr. Yetzer.
1: Yetzer, OK. Wow. So we had
3: Doctor Yetzer, Doctor Arcee, and we had my genius surgeon, Doctor Samir Mardini, he put this face together. And then my amazing prosthodontist. He is amazing. I mean I had I could name I had so much of them that they're they never give up on me since the beginning. And I'm grateful for that. And every time, Dr. Salinas would always say, I would never give up on you. That's why I told you. And when I met him, he said, we can make you beautiful to have that set of teeth. And he did. he worked on me when the very first time we had the pen for four days doing prosthesis. It's not the simple one. I mean, I had all the picture. He started from the really raw mold. He had no, he had very limited opening. He never given up. Four days, 22 hours, and it went down the drain. The pin gave away from my bone. And he looked at me and said, it happens. We're going to redo it. And he did. And when he made me beautiful, I kept smiling. Never stopped. (laughs) Mayo gave me hope. When he took my case on, they said they cannot guarantee how long would it take they just want my patients, and we I just sh- shake their hands and without my husband I don't think I could make it there and we take away from the uh, all the pharmaceuticals I mean so you you can focus and you just have to have your faith that God will be there I just they let me do my praying close my eyes you pray and meditate and then I put my thumbs up they put me to sleep nice yeah God is always on my side, and in, I always tell him he turned me down twice. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's, uh, that's so beautiful, and I uh, just I appreciate you sharing your gratitude with us and, and sharing your smile and sharing why you smile. Um, and, you know, you just stating the doctors' names shows your appreciation for them because they became part of your life, and you yeah. took them in your heart, and you trusted them with your life and um and and it's just beautiful, it's a beautiful story that people need to hear, and people need to see your smile and know that, like you said you you're here to you you're here for a reason and you're here to still hope and make people feel kindness and and bring light yeah and uh yeah, I can say you've done that for all of us today, so I really appreciate that oh, for your you. time
3: It's just really humbling, and I thank you for inviting me it really is. <laughs>
2: Um, you know, I just want to thank you because you mentioned several physicians
3: that I know. And um, Eric Moore is amazing. When he said, mm, We can get this done. When Dr. Eric Moore, when we first met in 2015, and he said, We can get it done. I said, How? I don't have this is sunk in face. There's a hole on my face. How you going to rebuild this from behind the orbit of my eye? And he said, Leave it up to us. He is the most humbling (laughs) human. And I have to ask, because I
2: know you have a very passionate um, association with Hormel and their help to you during your recovery and and the whole being patient time. Um, So do you have anything to say about that?
3: Um, She did not notice me until Laura did... uh, Laura did the red coat, and then the one of their um, one of their um, PR came to Hope Lodge for donation, and they bring this um, the Hormel shake drink. It was the Hormel that they were launching it, and they seen me who I was because I was on a feeding tube, and and I just said. I drink this middle of the night when nobody see me because that 116 ounce it takes me four hours and I sit there in the kitchen while I'm baking in a lot of pain and that's how it started and so they want to know who I was and then next thing I know, they wanted to film my video and it's like, really? why? And then they really did broadcast it in 2018 and we won a big award. They even sent it to me with a card. they won my short story. I was like, really, from a little town of North Dakota. It started at Mayo. Yeah, I had. Uh, you can go to Hormel. I think it's. I can't remember the inspired person, mm-hmm. but you can see. I and mean, then I had, this in it to me. I had surgery here. When I got home, it was so heavy. And it's a really heavy gold with a plaque with my name in it with Hormel because of my story. We won and they shown it all over the world. I was grateful for that. <laughs> Gosh, just
2: like, thank you for sharing everything you've shared with us today because like we said, it's just um, been, I'm in awe of you and your story and um, your smile and your share and i um, just so blessed to be here and very grateful to hear your story and I'll just give the mic back to you and just
0: see.
1: Oh, we have a question for the audience. So,
0: Someone out there right now, I I think it'll pick up. Someone out there right now is struggling. someone got a new diagnosis. Someone has a new challenge in front of them. What advice could you offer them?
3: What advice is you had to keep moving forward. You had to keep moving forward and you had to believe he hears you. When you pray, he gives me the answer. And you had to take that one step forward you know, so one, day at a time. one day at a time, because you just never know, Beautiful. and I would never give up, though, because he he didn't give up on me, yes, and make sure you are very resilient, <laughs> uh, you have to, <laughs> Thank you. I'm very humbled. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh,
1: thank you. Well, I'm I'm Chris with Elaine and Lucy. Just reminding you all to stay grateful. It was beautiful. Thank you. It was wonderful.